Hello, all you wonderful people. Welcome back to another edition of the All Out Blitz podcast. I am your one host, Jeff, and I got my man Brady here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to not really an episode four, but Dad's idea was... We're going to do two episodes for the divisional playoff round of the 2019-2020 NFL season. This is part one of... The divisional playoff round. We're going to talk about the first two games, which are the Saturday games this coming week in the football season. We got the Vikings and the Niners, and also the Titans at the Ravens, which are going to be two absolutely phenomenal football games. And, the, and those are the two games we're going to be discussing today. And on Friday, hopefully, we should be discussing the NFC games. Well, they're actually split this week, Brady. We got one AFC and one NFC each day. They had to switch it up on us. The NFL always trying to mess with us. But anyway, let's get into Saturday's games. Let's do it. Okay, we have the NFC battle of the Minnesota... Wait, let me rename that. The New Orleans Saint-crushing Minnesota Vikings versus the San Francisco 49ers. I think it sounds good. They should really change their name to the Saint-crushing... Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. With the Minnesota Miracle. Uh, I, I, this is going to be a great game. You know, uh, I, I heard some news this morning that San Francisco is getting fully healthy. They're looking at getting a healthy D Ford back, which is extremely important to that defense. And also star linebacker Quan <laughs> Alexander, they're saying, could be a potential game-time decision to suit up. And if they have those two guys at full strength, Along the lines with Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Richard Sherman, and the rest of that defensive crew, the offense I don't think has to put up many points. I think overall this is going to be a fairly low-scoring game. Um, I would have to disagree. You're going to dis? Why do you? Th- why do you think that? They're both. Um, both teams. They're very good, and um, they both got. I'd say pretty high seeds. I'm not. I forget what the Vikings one was, but I'm pretty sure San Fran's was got the number one seed. I'm pretty sure Vikings was like fourth. Sixth. Sixth, okay. Sixth seed. So, but yeah, they're both doing good. As you said at the beginning, the Saint-crushing Minnesota Vikings and the San Fran 49ers. So, I think this is going to be a defensive... If the defense that played against the Saints shows up to this game... I, that's what makes me think this is going to be a low-scoring football game. That defense was absolutely suffocating to Drew Brees and all those stars like Kamara, Thomas, that they have on the offensive side of the football with the Saints. The Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo is not Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a mastermind behind center. Jimmy Garoppolo is a, is a good quarterback. Nowhere near Brees. But you also have the likes of that, that backfield of... Mostert, Tevin Coleman, um, the other guy, you know, Kyle Shanahan likes his whole, you know, army of running backs, but you got George Kittle at tight end. He's just an absolute beast on the football field. But that Minnesota Vikings defense that showed up last weekend would crush almost anyone right now. Um, Both offenses have good quarterbacks, good wide receiving core, you got a healthy Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Um, it, it, Kyle Rudolph, I mean, you have the battle of the tight ends here between the veteran and Kyle Rudolph and the up-and-coming and new hot star George Kittle. I think it's a very even 
football game. So it's going to come down to defense and coaching, in my opinion. Probably. Maybe. So you got you got Kyle Shanahan, right? Yep. Wonder kid. Mm-hmm. Dad, great coach. Kyle Shanahan, very intelligent on the offensive side of the ball. And you got Mike Zimmer. Very, very good coaches going at each other this weekend. It's going to be, it's a tough game to predict. I would love to see Minnesota finally hit that. Finally hit that stride of what they could potentially be as a football team. I I think this is going to be like a 13-10 kind of scoring game. I would be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised if if people start putting up some points, um, but I am. I'm honest. I'm gonna go with like a. Oh, let's. I'm gonna come up with a score. Okay. I'm gonna say. Actually, before you say that, do you know where they're playing at? They're playing at San Francisco, so it's gonna be good weather. You're not going to have to worry about the cold. I don't know how. It's usually, it could be windy in San Francisco, especially in January. But the thing is, is both of these teams have such a strong run game, and they rely on that run game to open up for play action to get the ball down the field. Well, I think since it's um, going to be in San Fran, um, I think, well, obviously, there's going to be more 49er fans there. And also, it's... I actually have, I don't actually don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> I gotta get you to take notes, son. In my head, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna say something, and then like five seconds later, I'm like, what was I saying? Well, here's what I'm gonna say then. I'm gonna go with a score of of <laughs> thinking it through in my head. Hold on. I'm gonna give myself a quick score. I'm gonna say 49ers win. Um, Vikings. I'm gonna give them. 13, uh, 49ers, I'm going to give them 20. I'm going to go with Vikings over the Niners, 17-14. Oh, okay. So you think it's that low of a scoring game? I, I It's not going to be 30 points. Definitely. No, that, those, no those defenses are way too good. I think we're, we're going to see maybe a high of 10 points total in the whole first half. I think it's going to be late into the second half where we see maybe a touchdown, a couple field goals when those defenses start to get tired from getting hit by people like Dalvin Cook or having to run after people like Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman or Matt Breida. Um, The key thing here is for San Francisco is the one player I think that can make a big difference outside of the stars that they have in with Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle is Debo Samuel. If they and Kyle Shanahan is perfect at scheming these guys open. That's what he did in Atlanta on their Super Bowl run. He made small players look like absolute all stars like Taylor Gabriel. Um, if he can scheme open Debo Samuel, put him in the slot, maybe put him in the backfield, get him with the ball in his hands that can open up some potential big plays. But we're going to have to see which coach can outsmart which coach in this football game. On Saturday at 4.35 on the 11th. So that is going to be, I think it's going to be a great football game. Absolutely. Minnesota is coming in here flying high after that Saints game. Now they have 
they can either continue that that elevation into superstardom as an NFL football team, or was last week all they got? Did they give the Saints all that they can handle, and now they are beat? And the Niners are going to come in here against a team that gave everything they had last week. That's a question you have to think about also. But the Niners also had a bye week, which got them healthy. But if we all know anything about the NFL season, when you get a week off, it's a little bit of rust you got to kick off at first. Yep. Right? So that first quarter could be a little iffy. We're going to see who tries to start fast. I think it's, like I said, I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game. Um, Kirk Cousins has to put a phenomenal game together. Zero turnovers is what he needs. No interceptions. He usually is pretty safe with the football. Um, But he needs to come out. They need to give it to Dalvin Cook. Very, very large numbers in that first half to tire out that defense. They also need to figure out possibly a screen game or a way to widen that football field to slow down and tire out Nick Bosa and the rest of that defensive line. If they can slow them down or tire them out, they need to keep that defense on the field to tire them out to be able to go and gain points. The great thing is, is that, as we saw last week against the Choker Saints, is that you got Diggs, you got a healthy Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, Dalvin Cook, lots of weapons at Kirk Cousins' disposal. This is going to be his shot if he has one. They got to take advantage of that. I think Mike Zimmer will have them up to the task. Let's go on to, um, if this is okay with you, let's go on to the next game, which is later tonight at 8.15, we have the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm really looking forward to this game. Baby. I am too. Because you, you see the Titans coming off of a win, knocking the Patriots out of the playoffs, and for sure knocking them out of the Super Bowl. Then you got Lamar Jackson, um, like, with the Ravens. It's it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a ground-heavy football game. You got the number one rusher in Derrick Henry. Yes. Which we saw just demolish and abuse the Patriots last weekend. And then you have the number one rushing total offense in the NFL in the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. Now, a couple of things to think about here. Let's start with the Ravens. Let's talk about the Ravens. Sadly. <clears throat> you got Lamar Jackson, stud, right? Can run the ball, can throw the ball, can do anything under the sun. Ingram. You got Mark Ingram, which is a punishing runner. He was injured. Yes, he was. Right? They sat a lot of their starters on week 17, injured his leg on week 16. Is he going to be back at full strength? As of today, they're saying he's not doing a whole lot yet. That's more than likely just rest, but you want to keep an eye on that. Um,. If he's not 100%, I mean, I would take an 80% Mark Ingram over most running backs in the league anyway. True. But something to keep an eye on. If they don't have Mark Ingram in the backfield, he not only adds his talent, he adds that Baltimore Ravens attitude that sparks that offense into doing great things. I'm going to ask you a question here. Who do you, like, just, like, you personally, who do you think... Is more powerful, Derrick Henry or Lamar Jackson? Derrick Henry. <laughs> no Derrick, about Derrick Henry should be the league MVP this year. Like I said in the last in the last episode, 
I truly believe Derrick Henry is league MVP. Make up a whole new award for Lamar, the most dynamic player this year. Make up a whole new award for him. I think he deserves it. But Derrick Henry is the MVP. You got the lead league rusher, which in the past, I don't know how many years, has the league MVP has always been a quarterback. Let's let's change it up a little bit. Let's go to the Titans. Um, let's talk about the Titans. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I don't even know what to say. He revived his career with the Tennessee Titans. He was um, very underwhelming, to put it nicely. I think he, he he's, he's owed a little bit of respect after coming back here. Uh, very underwhelming quarterback with the Miami Dolphins. And after seeing him with the Titans now, I don't think it was Tannehill that was the problem in Miami. I think it was just Miami. I think it was the coaching staff. I think it was the players he was working with. Because if you see him now... He is amazing. He is a very, very good quarterback. He makes very good, accurate decisions and throws with the football. Um, so, yeah, definitely Miami. He is not turning the ball over, no, not which much. is most important. That's going to be key in this game. That Baltimore Ravens defense, the offense has been getting all the attention, but that defense is very, very good. Baltimore Ravens just paid Marcus Peters a very large amount of money for an extension about a week and a half ago. He leads up that defense. He is very, very good at ball hawking. Ryan Tannehill needs to be safe and take calculated risks when throwing the ball to the likes of Tajay Sharp or A.J. Brown. That is once again going to be the key component. We all know Tennessee is going to be very, very run heavy. They're going to try to jam the ball down the throat like they did with the Patriots and take this win because think about it. If the Titans knock out the Patriots and then they come in here to Baltimore and they knock out the Ravens, they are very quickly going to become the Super Bowl favorite. True. So we, we already know they're going to run very, very heavy. Baltimore is not afraid to hit people. They no. will go after Derrick Henry. This is where it's going to come on the shoulders of Ryan Tannehill. He is going to have to be smart on who he gets the ball to and when. Watch his throws because that Baltimore Ravens defense, especially in Baltimore, they have a lot of attitude, a lot of swagger. You have to be careful and safe with that football on Saturday night to come out with a win. And this is just like a little small note. Um, I remember the one time I was uh, texting Dad, and I told him, first of all, Patriots got knocked out, playoffs. Then we got the Saints knocked out. I told him all we need is the Baltimore Ravens, and then I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, the three people we all hate out of here. We got we got a lot of really, really good football this weekend. And What's the playoffs? We have the best I, football. Yeah, but you know, a lot of times there are teams in there that simply don't deserve to be in there. What would you say are like a few? Well, the one I said was the Eagles. And that's just because the NFC East, nobody deserved to be in the playoffs. What if the Cowboys were But the Are you just cracking jokes today or what? (laughs) (laughs) Not only will they not deserve to be in it, it's still a joke. Um, But the Eagles came out to play. They showed that they belonged when they played Seattle last Sunday. Um... I honestly, I think every team that's in here right now belongs. And I think with wins yeah, right. last weekend from the Titans <laughs> and the Vikings, which I think 
where some of the teams that we weren't sure about showed up and showed out and showed, hey, we're going to be we're going to be part of the future and we belong in this list with these elite teams. So, last weekend was a great weekend of football. Yeah. But this weekend, the divisional playoff round has the makings to be even better. Yep. Because these two games kick it off and then Sunday we're going to talk about that in the next episode two more what are going to be amazing games that are going to be watched for a very long time. But what I want to shift <clears throat> our focus here back to the Ravens for just a second. Just a second. We're in the East Coast. We're in PA here, very close to Baltimore. Yes. Okay. Two, and two and a half hour drive. And Philly. <clears throat> no one wants to go there. It is very cold and windy here right now. Yeah, we're li- we can hear the wind from outside where we were recording. We got snow floating in the air. Now, I know it's not the same whether it's going to be there Saturday night. No. But Tennessee is going to have to adjust. Yeah. Baltimore, is... they are used to playing in this kind of weather. M&T Bank Stadium is not a dome. I've been there. It's a very hostile environment. So, Tennessee is going to have to bring their A game, their A++ game, to come in here and beat the Ravens. Are they going to be in Baltimore? They're in Baltimore. Oh, uh, well, yeah. A lot of people are going to be booing if they lift tight. So there's going to be a giant sea of purple. Absolutely. and like A, a lot, lot of like, crazy fans. And like a few dots of like like light blue. Okay. Um, but the Ravens are, are something special this year. They haven't lost in a while. They're playing very good football during the regular season. But I'm going to take the Titans. Because not gonna say anything about it. <laughs> because they've upset the Patriots. Yes, they have. They have. If some, if last weekend taught us anything, is that you can be an amazing football team during the regular season. And anything. And still lose New Orleans Saints. And anything can happen in the playoffs. And this wasn't even in the playoffs. But the Dolphins beat the Patriots. That proves. Well, that was the Dolphins Super Bowl. True. (laughs) But that just proves that anything can happen. Any given Sunday, right? Any given Sunday. The Bengals could beat the Ravens. Not going to happen, but it could have. So I'm going to take the Titans, though, because they're coming in here with zero regard for themselves. Uh, They're going to throw themselves around, they're going to tackle well. They're going to play good, sound defense. Mike Vrabel is going to have them ready to go. If he had to go in and play mind games with Bill Belichick and he came out on top, that boosts his confidence, that boosts his team's team's confidence in him as the head coach. They're going to come in here and give the Ravens all they can handle. Titans, let's get another pick six. (laughs) It worked last time. Let's do it. So I'm going to take the Titans. I think this is going to be... It'll be a close game. I think it's going to be a very close game. I also think it's going to be more of a high-scoring kind of game. I'm going to take the Titans on here, too. Um, I'm going to put a score for this one. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 30... I'll say 33 to 32. I'm going to go 38-35. Oh, Titans? Titans. Tighten up! Huh! Now, I'm going to go Tennessee Titans, and... It just sounds like I'm pulling all the underdogs out. And you know what? 
this really feels like a year of the underdog. If you actually heard me, I actually said like they'd only be in by one point. So I said like 32-31. So. so I I do. I think it's the year of the underdog for the most part. You're going to have a couple that come out on top anyway just because that's how football goes. But I, 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 I firmly believe we're going to have a Vikings and a Titans teams move on to next week. Uh, looking forward to two really great football games here, folks. Like like Saturday and Sunday, all four games are, I'd say, few of the best of this year anyways. The best of the best, honestly. Looking at Sunday's games, which we'll get into another episode, Friday, they, they look absolutely amazing on paper. I just hope they turn out to be like last week, where they truly turn out to be absolutely amazing for the sport of football. And at Sunday at 6.40, we're going to throw like a mini Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> Got Seahawks and the Packers. Just a little spoiler there. Yeah, good but no, nothing else. Nothing else. That's it. That's it. That's it. So we both. You're taking the Niners, right? I'm. No, I took the. You taking the Niners? I'm, wait, did I? You took the Niners. <laughs> you took the Niners and the Titans. I got the Vikings and the Titans. So we'll see. So if I get both of these, I'm two and zero, oh, which would make me six. Six and oh. No, you had one. No, I yeah six and one because I chose the Saints last week, but they lost against the Vikings. You'd be five and one. For I'd two be five weeks, and though. one for All two right. weeks. I gotta make a comeback here. Because so you're like two and four. You know, no, you're four and two. No, you're two and two. You're yeah. two and two. Yeah, two two. I got the yeah. Vikings and the Titans over the Niners and the Ravens. Two awesome games on Saturday. Let's really looking forward to watching to it. Enjoy the games, folks. Enjoy all of football as much as you can. Unfortunately, the season is almost over, but we're going to keep it going the rest of this season and in the offseason. And all the fans of, like, um, 49ers and Titans, do good for supporting your team. Uh, Vikings, do the same for you. Ravens, uh, you can go somewhere else besides the Ravens. Anyway, all fans of all teams, enjoy your teams while they're still in the hunt for that Super Bowl trophy. And we are going to sign out for this episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed our little chat about the upcoming games in the Divisional Playoff. This is Part 1, folks. Part 2 will come in a couple of days, where we're going to cover the Texans and the Chiefs and the Seahawks and the Packers. We originally did have something planned for this, but then we just decided we're just going to talk about the Saturday games. It's the important stuff. So I was thinking about, um, I was just thinking about this now. Maybe on Saturday we could just discuss all the things that we had like originally planned. We'll have to figure it out. We'll see if we got time. I got games to watch. So, But they're not until like 3 and anyway. 6. So, All right, we folks. got time to waste. This is Jeff and Brady signing Sign off. Have a good one. Enjoy these games. Because they are amazing. And we'll see you back on the flip side. And the playoffs are always usually the best up until the Super Bowl. All right. Peace, guys. Peace. Have fun.